listening to a One Pint Stand, a Minnesota craft beer podcast that tells the stories of craft beer in Minnesota and beyond. So kick back, relax, and grab a cold one. The show starts now. Hello, my name is Dan Bobian, and I write, produce, and host a One Pint Stand. I'm ecstatic that you are listening. This Minnesota Craft Beer Podcast is a great way for me to share my passion for craft beer with others. This particular episode features my conversation with Chip Meyer and Ryan Brown. They are the co-owners of the Twin Cities Oktoberfest, which, in case you did not know, is the fourth largest Oktoberfest in the United States. This fantastic celebration takes place at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds on the weekend of Friday, October 6th and 7th. It will feature live music, fantastic local craft beers, and an array of food vendors that literally will have something for everyone. So, let's head out to Liftbridge Brewing Company for my conversation with Chip and Ryan on a one-pint stand. Cheers! All right, welcome to another on-location episode of A One Pint Stand. My name is Dan Bobian, and I am the host of this Minnesota Craft Beer Podcast. And today we are at Liftbridge Brewing Company, sitting here with the minds behind the madness of the Twin Cities (laughs) Oktoberfest, Ryan Brown and Chip Meyer. Gentlemen, thank you so much for sitting down with me to talk beer and Oktoberfest. Well, Thanks for having, Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah. We probably need to uh, oh, yeah, let's do a get little. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Sound effects. Uh, and uh, very apropos, we're drinking the Liftbridge Oktoberfest yeah. to talk about, you know, what, I mean, I'm not going to say it's my favorite time of the year, but uh, <laughs> I'll say it. Uh, it's Oktoberfest our is, is up there. Um, and so, you all have been uh, involved with the Twin Cities Oktoberfest for a while. You're out and about. I've seen you. Uh, you're always wearing your lederhosen, <laughs> which is great. They're not wearing it now, but they have these spiffy Twin Cities Oktoberfest T-shirts. Uh, that many, many people have said you should do a video podcast, and this would be one of those times because <laughs> these are some snazzy, some snazzy get-ups. Um, so... I, well, wanna, I, have a, I have a face for radio, so this is better. We, yeah, yeah. I, I've been told that, too. So it's a, it's a very odd juxtaposition about that. Um, so let's, before we start getting into the uh, pretzels and uh, sausage of the, of the fest, uh, let's talk about how each of you became interested in craft beer. Because yeah. I think that's always, a, a, everybody has like a different way into this wonderful beverage that we all love. So uh, Our origin story. Yeah, right? the origin story. <laughs> well, I guess I'll start. So in college, I, um, I worked at a, a liquor store in, uh, over the border in Hudson. That's where I'm from. And, uh, and I just remember, too, it was kind of the transition at that time from imports. Like, imports were seen as the best beers out there. And it was just like when it started to change that that local was more important and uh, better varieties of beers and things. And so it was like, man, you know, you use that employee discount and you would take home different different beers and try it. And 
and that's when I really kind of um, got excited about that. And then in also conjunction with working at the Minnesota State Fair as a, as a bartender and just like trying those, those new beers that we would have on tap. Yeah, I guess uh, like for me, it's you know, a lot of it had to do with the Minnesota State Fair, working the booth there as we would have different there's a lot of it at the time. It's like you know we were sponsored by you know, either Line and Kugels, or then it was Greenbelt Premium, then it was a Green, yeah, Greenbelt, and then also Summit. So it's they got involved mm-hmm. that way. But I've also been lucky to have a lot of friends that are really into craft beer. So it was like you know obviously in college in the early '90s for me it was always Bush Life Draft. You know it's like that's what you drink. And, yeah. You know you have like 20 of them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like eventually it's like that's that you know that's the, the flavor you're not you're not looking for that you know you're looking for something more something a little bit more zest and it's like I think with, between the fair and my friends it's just kind of like one of those that's like this is the type of beer I like the type of beer I enjoy mm-hmm. it's like it's kind of worked it's gotten more and more as it's gone along <laughs> yeah yeah more well, adventurous you know and now I feel I tell everybody in my opinion we're in the golden age of craft beer yeah, there's yeah. so many good things. Uh, finally, in Minnesota, I think that they're, we're reaching the point where we're kind of we sh- we should be mentioned in the same conversations as San Diego and Denver and Portland, just because we have not only such a wide variety of different places to go and things to drink, but the quality is getting to the point where it's really high. Yeah. Um, and I know that you know we're we're sitting here in the Liftbridge uh, tap room, and you know they were one of the early as soon as you could have a tap room, they were. They had this place open, and they've been around a long while. Fifteen years. Fifteen years, and the, yeah. the anniversary is coming up. Yeah, in September. Okay. Yeah. September 9th, we'll have a big blast. So so uh, I will uh, give the disclosure that I am the event <laughs> event uh, manager for Liftbridge, yeah. and uh, I started last October, so it's, it's awesome. But, yeah, learning those little facts, like, uh, I was chatting with uh, our owners, Dan and Brad, and, and they were saying how they were the second tap room when the applications went in. And now I don't remember what that other tap room was, but they, they're they no longer around. But so it's they are the only. Harriet, I'm guessing. Maybe. Yeah, that, that, that'd be what I, I would I'm gonna guess. I'm going to defer to, yeah. uh, to our expert, expert yeah, here. Expert, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so they're the, the longest continuously run tap room um, in the state so yeah this was this was my first craft beer tap room in minnesota back in 2010 yeah and actually brad gave the tour oh that's awesome yeah so that's uh it's kind of interesting um yeah it's so funny to look back now and see all the different all the equipment just how this place has grown yeah i mean when he did the tour, it was—I mean, it was a lot of space, but there was, it was a lot of empty space. Yeah. Um, so they had room to grow. Um, but this has always kind of been. Uh, Liftbridge has always—I mean, it was kind of like the first place where I started really kind of understanding the local craft beer culture. I would come out here to a lot of the different release parties that they'd have throughout the year, uh, the Silhouette Party. I always loved the um, Irish Coffee uh, yeah. Stout. That was always a good time they'd always have a lot of really fun music and different yeah. things and so Liftbridge has a special place in my ah, in my heart mine too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you two get to know each other you know you're kind of well, the dynamic duo behind the, the Twin Cities Oktoberfest does this well, does this the friendship go back a long while actually it started as co-workers mm-hmm. at the 
at the State Fair, at the booth we work at, uh, Shanghai Henry's, um, at the time it was called the International uh, Bazaar, International Inter- Grill, uh, Grill and World's Beer Garden. World's Fair. A World's Fair, International Grill and F-A-R-E. Beer Garden. Yeah. So we started there. Like, I've been there. This is my 29th year this year, his 22nd. 20, 21st. 21st. So we met, you know, his first year there, and it's like, you know, as bartenders. And that's kind of, we just kind of go on. Ryan, Ryan was like the, the head bartender. Yeah, him <laughs> and his buddy Joel, like they were the head bartender. So any kind of like, you know, when you're, when you're younger, because you are my senior, you know, I, I defer to you. But, uh, you know, you look up to those guys. And when you kind of got, you know, like the head nod or like, yeah. you know, good job or whatever, like, you know, you really take that to heart or whatever. And, and it was like, yeah, I mean, we've. I think I, my first fair was 90, no, 2000, I think, was my first fair. And so it's like been back every year since, so it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those where we're both sports fans, and it's like Packers for him, Vikings for me, oh. Gophers, and it's <laughs> one of those. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, funny thing, like our corporate name, uh, like we're Twin Cities Oktoberfest, obviously, is what we do business. Uh, as, but our corporate name is Golden Badger Events is because Golden Gophers and the Badgers. So it's oh, okay. with our, our, our LLC name. So it's, yeah, yeah. So there's a little rivalry there, but at the same time, it's a fun rivalry. We have a lot of, there's a lot of jokes going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So you meet at the State Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, as we were talking before we, before I hit record, because uh, I needed to get my a couple of my facts straight, because the Twin Cities <laughs> Oktoberfest has been going for 13 years. Yep. And was at the the fairgrounds. Um, you both have been owners of it for six years, correct? Yeah, so we six year, yes. We bought it in 2017. Yeah. Okay, okay. We don't count the year that was canceled, obviously, but so right. it's yeah, yeah. so yeah. six year. I'm trying to, you know, brainwash that whole yeah. year. Yeah. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm going to ask a two-part question. First, number one, where does the uh, fascination uh, about Oktoberfest, where did, it, where did it start? And then when did you decide that you wanted to kind of, like, take on this crazy <laughs> event that happens? I mean, it's... You know, it's kind of hard to, I'm sure, for most people to really understand because it's like one weekend yep. party. But really, for you all, it's not just one weekend. It's uh, <laughs> no. you probably no. you probably sleep in your later hosen <laughs> once we get to the end. Of, which uh, no judgment here, folks. Yeah. If, they, if they fit better, I would. <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, talk to me about like where the love of Oktoberfest comes from. Well, so. Ryan has worked every single Oktoberfest, so including the early the oddball tent the, year. Yeah. yeah, that was we don't count that as one of the one of the thirteen years. So that was back in like oh five or oh six yeah, or like something. A previous shot at it. So, um, and uh, but he, he he worked. So our um, boss that we worked for at the state fair, he had started the Oktoberfest the 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 version that we're in. Yeah. <laughs> alternate reality uh in 2010 and so you worked every single one and i think actually i because of my travel schedule for work like i don't think i my first one was in 2016 i think so 
Well, yeah, because you, you, you would take off so much time to work the fair. Yeah. So you'd have to go back to your regular gig at that point. But, yeah, yeah. so now for me, it's like my fascination really much started when we started, when I started working at the event in 2010. It was just like to see what it, it started out pretty small and pretty difficult. So our owner, and he sank some money into it to make it big. And we've always been in the same building since 2010. And it's like it started out, you know, really tiny, struggling. To hey, you mentioned Groupon before we hit record. Yeah, yeah. We had a Groupon. All of a sudden, we had the first year we had a Groupon. It exploded, and you saw what it become. And you saw how much how much fun people had doing it, and that's what it really. I saw like it's like wow, people like like you go out for St. Patrick's Day, you go out for you know Oktoberfest. People are just having fun, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what I liked about it. And yeah. That's what I think is the the it really sold me on why I wanted to be involved with Oktoberfest. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, people have fun. It's like, it's this people that's out there, just, yeah, joking around, having a few beers, dancing. And it, my favorite line that, that I mean, it's not a line, it's, it's kind of your mantra, Ryan's mantra is that we would go to Twin Cities Oktoberfest even if we didn't own it. Like, because it's, it's just a fun event. Yeah. And, and, and I feel the same yeah. way. Like, sometimes it's like, Oh, I'm working. You know, yeah. the, the I remember the first year that that um, that we owned it. Somebody comes and says, "Hey, there's a problem in the bathroom in the in the women's bathroom," and I'm like, I looked around and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, all right, I'll go grab the mop." <laughs> and so there I was in my lederhosen, and a friend of mine like took a picture of me with the with the mop in my lederhosen. And I'm like, "Wow, well, we're the business owner, yeah. so you've you've got to do that. Sometimes yeah. it's messy work." Yeah. <laughs> So this uh, this year's Oktoberfest. Before we get too mm-hmm. deep in the in the down the conversation rabbit hole, uh, give us the dates yep. uh, for this year's the 2023 Twin Cities Oktoberfest, and where can people buy tickets? Yeah, you bet. So October sixth and seventh. So it's a Friday night, five to ten, and then Saturday or five oh, to five. eleven. Sorry yeah. about that. And then Saturday noon to ten, mm-hmm. and um, on the State Fairgrounds in the Progress Center, a big big beer hall. Uh, which is a great, it, great, and a big tent out back. I mean, that's what we always say, that the thing that distinguishes us, because, I mean, you've been to a million Oktoberfests, and and we'll have our own Oktoberfest here at the brewery, but what distinguishes Twin Cities Oktoberfest is it feels like a German beer hall. Yeah. Like, it's a historic building, and especially during, um, like, Saturday afternoon when the sun's coming yeah. through the, the panes of glass that are up around and it's like streaming onto the floor. Like, I mean, I I was at Munich in two thousand and seven or eight for Oktoberfest, and you're in a tent. I mean, they build a five thousand person, you know, five or six thousand person tent, uh, but it feels like you know a German beer hall. Yeah. And this is the closest that I've ever been to. I've been to you know numerous Oktoberfests, and this is the one that I'm like. This is awesome. You can't replicate that. Yeah. Super awesome. It is a good feeling. I love all the decorations. Yeah. And it just, like, yeah, it, it feels like a party when yeah. you walk in. There's just a festive atmosphere with all the tables. Right. And there's quite a crowd yeah. that shows up. Um, so th- I think that's exciting. So if somebody wants to buy tickets, where yeah. can can you just, like, walk up? Or do you need tickets beforehand? How does so, that work? A uh, couple options. Uh, uh Obviously, buy tickets beforehand is the best way to get our mugs because we have, a, you know, every year we have special edition mugs we put out, only 1,000. Well, actually, about 750 of them. And uh, 
beforehand, I go to either say go to our website, there's a little button on there that says buy tickets, or you can go to Eventbrite and search on their site, and you know, you just type in Twin Cities Oktoberfest, it's obviously the first hit. So those are the two spots to buy beforehand. We will always have tickets available at the door, because um, wristbands, like if you don't want to drink, it's free to come in. If you have oh, kids, oh okay, that's yeah. good to know. So if you're, you're a designated driver, or you don't want to drink, and or you have or your kids are along, or whatever, or you're not 21, it's free to come in. Free to come in and you know hang out, eat, shop, whatever, play games. Um, if you want to drink, the wristbands and wristbands are ten dollars. So right now, uh, it's fifty percent off wristbands, so they're five dollars. Oh, okay. Online, um, and there's a little five dollar discount on our mug package, which includes the the mug and the first beer in that mug, and, and your, your wristband. Yeah. It's twenty dollars for that. Oh, that's um, not a bad deal. It's a pretty deal. good deal. And yeah. They're nice mugs, uh, the kind you drop on the ground that don't break. <laughs> unless, as we learned, unless you throw it on the ground, like one of our. Uh-oh. Actually, it was a friend of ours. <laughs> Old Butterfingers. He had, he, had, he had a few. He had a few that day. Anyway, but so those are the two. Pre, that's the best way to buy tickets, either through our website or Eventbrite. And our our website is tcoctoberfest with a K dot com. Yep, yep. So, and then walk up sales will be there. Um, so we'll have if we have any mugs left over to sell at that time, they'll be for sale at the door, but. Um, if we plan correctly, or if we do a good job, those won't be available at the door. So I definitely suggest okay. buying the mug package beforehand. The, the discount will be available through Labor Day, um, and then we'll do after that. It'll be regular price, and at the door, they're regular price, and wristbands are regular price at the door. Okay. And we also have uh, discounted uh, ticket bundles on there right now. So I, yeah, I think it's a dollar off a beer. I yeah, think if yeah. you buy them right now. So. Okay. Yeah. You can buy them ahead of time. So you, you probably aren't going to an Oktoberfest if you're only going to buy one beer. So no, no, I never. I don't <laughs> chances know. Chances are. Yeah. So uh, it's ways, yeah. you know. So buy them up ahead of time. So. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's talk. So you, you've you been, you know, you'd gone to the Twin Cities Oktoberfest multiple times. And then uh, when did you first start chatting about, like, hey, maybe... Well, we I, uh, so like if we want to buy it. Um, so the boss, at the at the, at the owner of it at the time, the guy that created it, he approached me in 2015, saying this is before Chip had worked there. And Chip and I obviously knew each other really well at that point. But he had said this might be something I'm going to sell you. Uh, I want to sell you guys, sell you if and, you want. And the reason the reason being was, I mean, at the time he he had a full time job, plus he ran the booth at the fair. And then it was like less than a month later is Oktoberfest. Sure. So he was just like, I don't want to do this. That sounds exhausting. Gassed, and yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like, and he, he offered it to us because he, one, he knew that we would, we would do a good job with yeah. it and we would run with it. But it was also kind of a, I always say it was kind of a, like a thank you. Like it's, you can't just, uh, you may have heard you can't just sell booths at the state fair, so we could never buy into his right. his booth at the fair. Like it doesn't work that way, and so we were like, it it was just like I say, it was kind of a thank you to us that I mean we bought it from him, so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't free or right. anything like that, but um, it was like just a really cool thing to have this opportunity to to run with it. So yeah, he knew we'd have the. Like, like he doesn't have the energy because he does, um, but it's like he, he knew we'd have the energy to make make it even better than it was and to make some of the tough 
choices to make the better changes. Like there was like there's some longstanding relationships. Oh sure. In the yeah. Oktoberfest, even though it only went back at that point like six years, but a lot of that stuff predated Oktoberfest. Friendships and what so we knew we would have the ability to make changes if we needed to to make it better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have, and it's been and tough at that same time, but we've made those changes. Right, and it's not like we like just walked in the first day and it's like, hey, let's make wholesale changes and yeah. you know change everything. It's like, don't you know, don't. Um, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? right kind of yeah. a thing. So we've we've made incremental changes, but at the same point, we've almost doubled the attendance attendance yeah. for for the event. Yeah. So um, last year we had in in the day and a half of the event we had like sixty five hundred people through the wow. door, which sounds crazy, but we also have a tent outside. Yeah. And, We've been very blessed the last two years with really nice weather. So it's like people have been able to go out on the lawn out back yeah. and, you know, yeah. play play games and just hang out and and in, enjoy yeah. everything that Oktoberfest has to offer. How did you go like what was your process for trying to grow it as you and as you continue to grow it? I know that like there's I mean, there's a lot of room, and that yeah. you could you could fit. Oh, we could rent more and more space if we wanted to. Yeah. So, <laughs> so is is the like in yeah. in a perfect world if you both could wave your magic wands mm-hmm. tomorrow and like what? How big do you think it can go? Well, I always say that the, it it comes down to the limitations on what we can do as a couple of you know people with full-time jobs and he's got a couple of young kids and yeah and it's like it's if we were i think it could it could really we could double it again or triple it yeah we can get up to the kansas city Oktoberfest size i i believe and we just it's a matter of bringing on people to do some of the work that we sure. do it's like there's only sure. so much i mean it's like we do yeah we have a lot of help at the event but when it comes to pre-event you, we're marketing and, we're yeah. doing, i mean we yeah, have, it's, it's yeah, you guys. Yeah. i mean you <laughs> talked about like the decorations yeah. in the building I hung every single one of yeah, those decorations. Yeah. So a, last last year we got a scissor lift. lift, so I was able to pretty much do it by myself. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, before that, it was like Ryan would push me around on on scaffolding, scaffolding yeah. on wheels, oh, and we would go around. That sounds is, like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, just, we need a couple of young young Chip and Ryan's out there. We always joke about to do some yeah. of the heavy lift. But anyway, so we we think it could it could we could. We have space to put up two, three, four tents that we have. Like we have the sixty by sixty tents. We could do multiple of those tents if we wanted to. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we we rent that whole space back there. It's just, it's just grass right yeah. now. It's a matter yeah. of how much we want to. But how I, many people we want to bring in? How we kind of approach it was for the first ten years we had just one beer sponsor. Okay. And as you know, there's only so many discretionary dollars that everybody has, right? Right. And. And I always say, you know, like in every brewery these days has their own Oktoberfest. So we were yeah. like, how can we, you know, try to grab some of those people that might be going to these? And so our idea was, why not open it this up and have multiple brewery partners involved? Mm-hmm. And so that I can go to an Oktoberfest or I can go to Twin Cities Oktoberfest and I can try four different Oktoberfest beers yeah. instead of just be like, well, I mean, I love my Liftbridge Oktoberfest, but I also want to try the Oodlepuls Oktoberfest yeah. or the Lupulin Oktoberfest right. or like a like a great cider from Sociable Cider, you know? So it's like, and that's what we kind of did. And when we did that, it was just like, 
wow. Yeah. It, really, it, it was the first, it was almost like an instant change. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we could see, too, um, the average age of our attendees went down that in 2021, it probably dropped 10 years. Sure. You know? So sure. we probably went from the upper 30s as an average age to the, to the upper 20s, which okay. was really neat to see yeah. that. Well, I think it's it's nice that it's at the fairgrounds. Oh, yes. You know, um, if somebody is living in a certain area and they're not, like, there's an Oktoberfest up in, like, we'll use Lupulin, for example. Let's say yeah. you live in Burnsville and you're like, oh, there's a Oktoberfest at Lupulin. I don't, I've never been there. That's a long way. But I could try their Oktoberfest at the fairgrounds. Right. Well, they're probably going to the fair anyway, so it's a familiar yeah. They know uh, where thing. it is. Yeah. Yep. You know. Yeah. I mean, we, we call it, you know, uh, we're in the heart of the Twin Cities, right? Yep. Everybody knows where it is. It's free parking. You don't have to worry, you know, yeah. about that. It's it's close to everywhere. Every taxi driver, every Lyft and Uber yeah. driver knows right where the fairgrounds yep. is. Yep. And so it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, fantastic. So um, you were talking about growing it. What mm-hmm. were some of the other things that, like, once you kind of took it over, you were like, well... Maybe if we tweak this, this could be kind of interesting. What are some of the changes that you've made to it over the years that people have really uh, responded positively to? Well, a couple couple different ones. I would say our food options have changed. It's like it used to be uh, one big food vendor and then a couple tiny, like one dessert one type of thing. And um, even that, I think it was not even one pretzel vendor, basically. Well, we changed that. Now it's like we bring in multiple food vendors. It's like there's... This year, what's there? Six different food options besides seven, the, yeah. besides the, the pies from Tipsy Pies, and it's like w- that was one. Another thing is music. We still have a lot of the same daytime music, but we changed our night game to have a, and that's a thing. At, you know, after seven o'clock, seven thirty at night, we change it to a band, like a band band that could play. This year it's rock and roll and some soul and then, music and the other and then soul we, yeah yeah we talked about doing some a country band some at some point too one of these years and it's like it's that makes a big difference you know at night because during the day yeah we have the oompa loompa German music it's it's there it's got some great bands but it's at night we want people want to like let loose a little bit more that, mm-hmm. that that's an option well and we we had noticed that that people were leaving early like i mean if if you're seven thirty eight o'clock yeah, seven yeah. thirty eight o'clock and it's like oh you know we still have this venue this awesome venue like we want to keep people there yeah and so it was it was a really neat change to be able to do that and you know and just some some smaller things too like we kind of flip flap flip flop the the layout of the building and we moved our band from the one side down to the other yeah. And it really kind of opened up the flow of it. And it was just like being open to new ideas, just um, new vendors. Like, um, I mean, this year we're even like we've had traditional German foods available, but it's also like, oh, well, not everybody. I mean, I love. I've eaten more bratwurst in my I'm from Wisconsin, too, yeah. so I've eaten more bratwurst. <laughs> it's your birthright. Yeah, it, exactly. <laughs> but it's like not everybody likes bratwurst. Right. Maybe somebody wants, you know. So we brought in, you know, our, our friends and partners over at um, Big Guy's Barbecue, you know, a couple of years ago, and it was like it was an awesome yeah. addition. And um, so it, it's cool to see that and to j- just to have other uh, additions and, and tweaks to right. it. So. Right, right. 
So this year, uh, 2023, mm-hmm. talk me through, um, you know, you're, you're, you're obviously, you know, here we are, we're recording this, what is it, Friday, August 11th. Yep. Um, you know, you, when do you start really ramping up? The, the promotion well, <laughs> a couple I mean, weeks ago when did I, I guess the better question <laughs> the promotion, is uh, the promotion part oh, I'll go ahead when, when did you both start sleeping in your later hose and to, break, <laughs> to break it in really that's what that's what the people want to know uh, but yeah when do you kind of like what's your uh, when do you kind of like alright time to start kind of ramping up and I guess the other well answer that question I have a bunch of questions yeah. so uh, we'll do one at a time okay so it kind of goes in, in spurts like you yeah. know you, in earlier in the year you gotta do you a know, you try to you start start reaching out to bands and yeah. you know getting them booked sooner rather than later because you want to wait until actually we did book our latest one just a couple weeks ago but but like the German bands are they're booked a year in advance yeah usually you reach out so. to them like a week or two after the event yeah it's like we're that's, ready for next that's year. the thing I that I was talking to Jeff up at Lupulin I'm like how come you guys don't have a polka band it's like yeah. well we <laughs> they're like <laughs> we tried or like like uh, brought. Food trucks. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're looking to book a brought food truck yeah. anytime, yeah, good luck. Yeah, build <laughs> yeah. a time machine. Yeah, yeah. Back exactly. Last year and sign a contract. So yeah, I mean it's 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 and it's and it's easier for us to book some of the food things because we were so large. You know, sixty five hundred people there. You go to any other. I mean, yeah, Oodipulse has a pretty big like a couple of weekends and they do a lot of people through there. But you go to some of the other ones, they're not that big of events compared mm-hmm. to ours. So it's easier for us to say, hey, we want. Gerhard's bras for our weekend. Sure, Gerhard's sure. Like, I sell a lot of bras. And we want Aki's pretzels. I want to be there. You know? Yeah, I want to be there. Okay. You know? yeah. It's like so. Like, but yeah, it, goes, it kind of goes in spurts where it's you do some things early on, then it kind of takes a big break. Sure. And also, you're like, oh, I got to book. You know, so, so geez, I got to. We got to book our keg trailers. We got to book our porta potties. You know, things yeah. like that. You know, they start, they start doing that. We've like got to order our yeah. our thousand glassware. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You, you start know, doing that in like May and June, and all of a sudden get to this time you know the ticket site's got to be ready by early august you know it's, okay so that that usually takes a day to build you know it's like okay it's, i can do a lot it's a lot of copying but over from last year but it's like you got to build it and change dates and whatnot sure but the real heart starts the week after the fair ends because we okay. know we don't put a lot of effort into marketing right now because people at fair fair yeah fair, it kind of gets fair. lost in the shuffle so it's yep. like we don't at least we don't spend money on that yep. part once the fair is over. Now we can start spending money on it. Sure. You know, we're, we're doing more advertising or we're doing yep. like our more I mean, events. You, you had mentioned earlier about seeing us around town in our later hose. And, and, and a lot of that is. It's like we, we do. We go out and do the old-fashioned boots on the ground kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Boots on the ground and pints in hand. And, right. uh, and going to different breweries and, and especially those that are obviously our, our brewery partners. Yep. And going to there and supporting them and one of the best compliments that we had was uh from the owner of um of Oodipoles and he was just like he used us as an example to other vendors and he's like chip and ryan are out here like in weeks and months in advance and promoting their event and handing out stickers and business cards and saying hey come on and and join us out here and I just thought that was such a great thing. And and that is something that we learned from our boss at the State Fair. Yeah. And that's why I think, one, he offered right. to sell us the, the business because he knew that we were going to give our all to, yeah. to the Oktoberfest. And, you know. Well, I think fundamentally there is really no substitute for that 
type of way to engage people. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to sponsor ads on different things on the on the yeah. on the on the websites and different things, but like when when you are visible out and about. I mean yeah. that is that's key. Well, yeah. Because that shows not only is this event a thing, but it's like it's really important to you and you're very passionate about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's probably I've been to a lot of Oktoberfest and it's like <laughs> some breweries just like really oh well, I guess we gotta do an Oktoberfest party. <laughs> it's like I've 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 looked at like uh breweries that are having an Oktoberfest party, they don't even have an Oktoberfest. I'm like, what are you doing? This is <laughs> sad. <laughs> but like you you live it, you breathe it, and I think that energy really yeah. shows. Um so I think I think that's I'm always pretty amazed yeah because <laughs> last year I'm like saw you guys up at uh, Lucullin <laughs> and then I saw you at uh, Uda Pills I'm like wow yeah. they're really they're really pounding the pavement out there that's that's really well, great well it's funny because uh, last Friday uh, <laughs> say the same story go ahead yeah. I'll go tell the same so one. Ryan and I and a couple other other friends we were at um, we were at Uda Pills for the Guster concert their, oh, sure. their summer concert series and we were there and we were standing right next to Gerhard's brat so we were we were eating a brat and this guy is like, because surprise, surprise, I was wearing an Oktoberfest <laughs> shirt. And he's like, hey, great shirt. Where can I get one of those? And I go, well, I actually made this. And he's like, you did? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm the owner of Twin Cities Oktoberfest. And so we had an awesome, like, 10-minute conversation with, I think it was, like, three couples. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, oh, great. And I, you know, handed him a sticker and reached into my wallet and pulled out a sticker and handed him that to each couple or whatever. And, and they were like, Oh, we'll for sure be there, and you know, yeah. or I remember. Well, and they're big, and they're big Oktoberfest fans, and they they, yeah. they go to them every year in different breweries, so they they never been to ours, so yeah. for sure. Yeah. Or I remember it was, I think two years ago, um, when I was working at the state fair, um, this um, this woman and her father came up, and and we had a great conversation, and they bought lots of beers from me, and which is always <laughs> a good thing, and. Uh, and so they said, oh, yeah, for sure. We'll see you at Oktoberfest. And, like, so she came up at Oktoberfest. And, you, I mean, you know, the sea of humanity at the Oktoberfest. And she was like, you probably don't remember me. And I was like, Sarah. And she was like, whoa, you remember me? And it was awesome. just like, I'm like, oh, that was, you know. And th- But that's it, making those connections. That personal touch yeah. is so yeah. important. I mean, yeah. you, you, can't, you can't replicate that online yeah. you just have to like when you make a connection and you remember somebody that's really important to people yeah um so that's that's really awesome um i know i'm noticing we've got some empty glasses here so i think this might be a good time to pause we'll take a little break when we come back we're going to talk uh i want to know about how you go about curating the 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 tap list yeah at the, at the Oktoberfest. so again we're 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 recording live at uh we're on location at Liftbridge, and I'm talking to Chip and Ryan from the Twin Cities Oktoberfest. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you're enjoying a one-pint stand. My aim is to help spread the word about craft beer. Enjoying craft beer is a passion of mine, and I love chatting about it with other people. A one-pint stand has a goal of helping breweries tell their stories. I love to get out in and beyond Minnesota to visit breweries, beer bars, and meet other interesting beer people. If you are also into those things, you probably want to keep tabs on the show. So go ahead and follow A One Pint Stand on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
We would also appreciate any and all positive reviews on Spotify and iTunes to help make it easier for other craft beer listeners to find us. If you like reading about craft beer, I started my own blog, and all of my writing can be found at aonepintstand.com. After eight years of writing as editor-in-chief at Beer Pluma, it was time for me to start my own blog. So make sure you check out the blog for some interesting craft beer content of the written variety. I truly appreciate you listening and taking time to enjoy our stories. Now, back to the show. All right, we got uh, full full pints of Oktoberfest <coughs> refilled. Mm. Ah, so delicious. good. So this is this is my second Oktoberfest of the year so far. My All first right. uh, I enjoyed at Sierra Nevada, which oh, everybody nice. jokes around uh, in Asheville. I was in yeah. out in Asheville for a week, and they're like, "Are you going to go to the airport bar, aka Sierra Nevada?" Because it's like a five minute ride to the airport from Sierra Nevada. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'll go yeah, there before my course. flight. And I walk in, it's so funny, they've got a line of suitcases just under this one table. So, like, everybody does it. I'm right. like, why don't you just get a shuttle right. to the airport from Sierra Nevada? Because it's, right. I mean, that's, that'd be perfect. Yeah, You'd get even more people coming in. So I had that Oktoberfest. This is my first Minnesota Oktoberfest of the year. Nice. Um, and now this is, this, uh, when did this release here at the uh, We just Chaperone. tapped it uh, a week ago Tuesday. So actually, and <clears throat> you said I wasn't wearing my lederhosen, but I was wearing it that day. So ah, I, nice. I showed up and then I Ryan... I say, <laughs> I'm wearing it under my cargo yeah. <laughs> shorts. And, well, that takes dedication, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> uh, Ryan and our, um, our partner from SG Edelweiss, uh, which are traditional Bavarian dancers from right here in St. Paul. Oh, yeah. And so they're going to be, they've been at Oktoberfest every single year. So this will be their 13th year. But they were just crowned North America's best Bavarian dance group. And just like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, yeah, something like the, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. And uh, and then they also competed in Germany this year. In May, yeah. In May. And they had several, They, as a group, they took fifth in the world. This is in Bavaria. Yeah. They yeah. took fifth in the world. And then they had several, because it's, it's kind of like gymnastics or whatever. Like you compete as a team, but then you can also compete as individuals. So they had uh, several individuals that, that took first place and second place and third place. Yeah, right. that's outstanding. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, of course, we'll have them at uh, Twin Cities Oktoberfest on October yeah. 6th and 7th. You know, you've talked a lot about the event, uh, mm-hmm. the venue, the location. Um, I am always obviously interested in the beers. Mm-hmm. And last year uh, was my first time going to the Twin Cities Oktoberfest. It is so crazy that time of year to try to get around and visit all the different ones. Um, but Rick and Paige uh, had been to the Twin Cities Oktoberfest numerous times. And they're like, when are you going to come with us yeah. to this thing? you got to go. And <laughs> ironically, last year was the first time I went, and they were, like, out of town. They were doing all sorts of, all sorts of crazy stuff with Houndstooth. Um, but I thought it was a really wonderful time. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on Friday night, and it was perfect weather. Not not too hot, not yep. too cold. But, like, 
like weather where you could wear like long sleeves yeah. and and or I think, leather pants. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean <laughs> it, shorts. If it, shorts. if it's Friday night, I'm wearing leather pants, <laughs> whether it's January or July. It's part of my charm, and other people would say that's why we don't hang out anymore. Um, but I think that maybe that's part of the enjoyment of Oktoberfest because, I mean, yes. Summer in Minnesota is wonderful, yep. but I feel like if you've if you've grown up here, as I have, after the state fair, yeah. I'm I'm done with heat. Yeah. I want crisp, I want cool, and as I have become an, uh, a uh, ravenous craft beer drinker, <laughs> I want the malty, clinkable uh, yes. beers yeah. that the Oktoberfest provides. It's it's the brats, it's the pretzels, it's the beers. It's it's that whole thing of just like being outside when it's like just really nice and you can there's something about that that is so magical. And yeah. uh, last year I had a great time at the Twin Cities Oktoberfest. Uh, but I was really pleased with the variety of different beers that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you're able to, can you talk a little bit about the process uh, that you go through to uh, kind of curate that, you know, what's going to be pouring at the Twin Cities Oktoberfest? Well, I think, uh, first of all, it's got to be local. That's the whole thing. That's, you know, it always has been. And, that, and, and as far as works, it always will be as long as we own it. Because it's like there's probably different breweries in the cities, you know, in the you know, metro metro area. It's like, it's got to be local. Yeah. And, and, well, let me interject, too. Like, so in, in last year, 2022, like, as we all do, like, right, you see these articles about best Oktoberfests in the in the USA or in the world or whatever. And I'm, I'm scrolling through this article. And in 2022, Tasting Table magazine listed us as the number four best Oktoberfest in the nation. Yeah. And it was like, and it's like some of those things, like, I mean, we all know how those things work. Like you, you, you pay money right. or whatever. And it was just like, we had, we had never, I'd never read Tasting Table magazine, but now it's my favorite magazine in the world. <laughs> and, um, but one of the things that they pointed out was that we were, and one of the only Oktoberfest that is all local beer. Yeah. Like, and we're not trying to be Germany. We're, like, we know. And, and it's like we could have all kinds of German beers on tap if we wanted right. to. But, I mean, especially me working, you know, at a local brewery here. Yeah. It's like those dollars make a big difference right here in our community. And For that's sure. yeah. the whole idea behind it's like I always say it's in our name. We're called Twin Cities Oktoberfest. We're not called just Oktoberfest. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it's like we really want to showcase what we can do awesomely in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And and like you pointed out, like we're in the golden age. Like there are some awesome breweries yeah. out there. And I think this is our probably best lineup that we've ever had. So Yeah. yeah. So, who, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, we. Like, I mean, let's go back to like how we choose. It's like it's got to be, you know, obviously it's got to be quality beer. You know, yeah. most of them are in the Twin Cities, of course. But it's like it's got to be a good name recognition. It's got to be good fun. Like you go to Oodipoles. Oodipoles is a fun brewery, yeah. man. They have the, yep. the, the, their their back patio area is it's hard to beat. You know, it's like it's a good time. You, and you see the 
loop line guys they're out having fun if you ever, if you ever watch their reels on instagram they're hilarious yeah uh, they do great work you know and like lift bridge has been around forever and it's like it's like they, they, these guys do phenomenal beer well respected in the state and around around the area and it's it's that's first and foremost and that, but i will say i'll fill uh shout out to page yeah a couple years ago i reached out to page i mean it might have even been last year like hey here's what chip and i are considering for breweries and i listed a name and she's like, and like boom 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 like, she's like yeah can't go wrong with any of these. This place is, you know, she's funny. Funny, I'm, I'm, I'm at Hop and Barrel right now because Hop and Barrel was one of our sponsors last year, one of our partners. Yep, yeah. She's like, I'm at their brewery right now as I'm texting you this information about, because that's when we reaching out to her for advice. Like, we talked to yeah. folks that are in the in know. The know. It's yeah. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. get to them all. I mean, I, I, I mean I, you, you live, drink, and breathe yeah. craft brew. Yeah. Yeah. Like, right? So yep. it's like, why wouldn't we? trust your opinion or yeah. ask your yeah. opinion, yeah. you know. So. Well, and I think, I mean, there's, like, I, I'm always a fan of getting out, like, okay, we all know that, yes, Shells has an awesome Oktoberfest. Summit has an awesome Oktoberfest. My mission as a blogger, as a podcaster, is to is to look at all of it. Yeah. And there's a lot of right. really great smaller breweries that fly under the radar yep. that, yep. Are, that brew... Um, Excellent beers. Um, a lot of them do really incredible Oktoberfest, but like I think, like unless you're unless people are willing to get outside the six ninety four four ninety four loop and and travel a little ways and, and discover these little hidden gems, like they're gonna miss out on a lot. So I think it's 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 fun to see that it's not just like the the usual suspects or who you would expect, who right. everybody knows. Yeah. Right. Um, so I think that's that's good. And one thing I wanted to say is I think. It's great that you have a cider option. Yeah. You know, Sociable, they create a bunch of wonderful di- uh, different drinks. Um, and I think that's a good, that's a, also a good a fall beverage to right. to have along with oh, the beers. Oh, yeah. And I will say Sociable Cider, I mean, they do a great job, obviously. They're very popular. And pound for pound, for what they br- what we bring in and what we sell for them, no one beats them. I mean, yeah. it's like they... they they're like they clear out, man. It's yeah. like people. I mean, it's like I didn't really drink cider until I started drinking sociable cider. Like some of their their options, especially their fall options, like the yep. like the rusty chain, man. That is a great dry cider, and it's just like stuff like and it's you see that, and it's like people get there in the event, and it's like I've had four beers, I could use a break in beer. Yeah, yep. I yeah. as. as me, I have no problem switching over to a cider to say I could just use a little break in beer. <laughs> well, and it's also <laughs> like bringing in, like, if you've got a group of friends yep. and somebody isn't a, yeah. a beer person, but it's like they like cider, that's a nice way to be a little bit more inclusive. Like you said earlier yeah. with the food, you know, mm-hmm. not everybody, well, well, I, I can't fathom it, but <laughs> <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> not everybody's yeah. into a, a pretzel the size of a city bus steering wheel and a, and a bratwurst. Uh, that's fine. You, you know, there's a lot of everybody needs to do them right um so again i think we we touched on it in the first part of the interview but uh if you want to list uh which uh breweries and cideries you'll be featuring mm-hmm. this year at the 2023 twin cities Oktoberfest. you bet so um Udipoles is our top sponsor so they're our platinum sponsor and uh this is our third, third year, year with them third yep. year with third, yep. um and then our gold sponsor is lupulin and uh, this is their second, second year. year. Yep. And uh, Liftbridge is our uh, silver sponsor, and so this is their first year. And uh, I, it was it was so funny. My my buddy 
um, my boss, Brad, was just like, well, we pretty much have to be a sponsor, don't we? And I was like, well, I mean, you, you didn't know. even have to chain yourself to the tank this time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so, um, so yeah, super excited to have LiftBridge uh, uh, with us this year for the first time. And, uh, and then we have um, Sociable Cider as our bronze sponsor. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably their fifth year. I fifth? actually, actually, they, they, they might even been the year before we owned it. Fifth or sixth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we also do have wine, uh, so we do oh, okay. ca- we okay. do carry wine. Um, and um, but it's it's it, again, like you said, you have a group of friends, and it's like, hey, I'm I'm hardcore beer drinker, you know. Oh, and I'm a cider drinker, and then. Well, what do you have for me? Well, yeah, we, have, yeah. we have wine, you know, for yeah. people. And then for, you said that, that um, obviously it's open to all ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I didn't, because I was just in the beer zone. Yep. Um, what are the NA options for, like, kids or people that are not, not uh, drinking alcohol? What, what, what can they expect? Well, this year it'd be probably just pop and water. Okay. That's a big thing. Like, you know, some depending, like, each food vendor carries their own soda. So yeah. they'll have okay. They'll have. They could have Coke or Pepsi products. Okay. All right. Perfect. Um, and bottled water. And bottled water. Yes. Is that does because Liftbridge does a mean root beer. We do. Uh, will there be? Actually, there? we have Actually, done. We have done root beer in the past with okay. like, Sar- uh, like Sarah uh, yeah. from Sarah's, Sarah's Tipsy, Tipsy Pies. Pies. Okay. Done with us every year. We've owned it. Sarah's awesome. Um, she's done. She's done uh, Liftbridge on yeah. draft before. Yep. So yep. Uh, I don't know if she is this year, but we'll double check. Yeah. With her. yeah. Sarah, if you're yeah. listening to yeah. this, order the Liftbridge. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Um, so you said uh, again, the Twin Cities Oktoberfest is taking place on October sixth and sixth and seventh. Yep, okay, Friday, Saturday. Go to the website uh, TC Oktoberfest, all one word with a K. Otherwise, you can search it on Eventbrite and walk-up sales uh, yeah, on yep. the event are, are fine. Um, looking at my crystal ball, there's a lot going on in the Twin Cities that weekend. So you know, if you're uh, Let's say you're, there's a loons game that night. All right, you you want to come in, make Pre-game, a day, of it, baby. Make it, yeah, come Maybe on, right down the road from the you know? loons game. You're, yeah. you're literally right down Snelling. There's you, a bus that runs. Yeah, there's a there's a. It's easy, free parking. Okay, because yep. I don't know if you tried to park at a loons game. It's easier to do a Rubik's cube in under thirty <laughs> seconds. That's just me. I'm a grumpy forty-four year old man that all of a sudden doesn't want to have a challenge when it comes to parking. Um, but I guess that's a rite of passage. Um, but, you know, you could come in when the, you said on on Saturday doors open at uh, noon. noon. Come noon. in, have a bratwurst, have a pretzel, have a couple of brewskis, and then head on down to the Loons game. I don't know what time the Gophers, there's a Gophers game yeah, that they day. Haven't, that's TBD we'll find, right now, we'll find so. that out in mid-September probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're going to the Gophers game, the, the fairgrounds is a hop, skip, and a jump. So. Oh, right. And you either pre- or post-game with a Yeah, uh, and, you, and, and a, lot of, a lot of Gopher fans tailgate on the fairgrounds. That's one of their tailgating lines. Right. Yeah, so... Come and tailgate for us. You don't even need to uh, worry about your charcoal. Brick Leave the grill at home yeah. and just yeah. bring yeah. just bring your fun pants <laughs> or your later hosen. Um, so that that's exciting. Talk to me about so, so uh, obviously we've covered like the the beers. Yep. There's going to be brats. Yep. There's going to be pretzels, Sarah's tipsy pies, big guys barbecue, big guys barbecue. Um, what can people look forward to from the entertainment standpoint? Uh, Nice. So, I mean, as we we just kind of 
kicked off our online um, promotions and stuff, we've got more beer than ever. We've got more entertainment than ever. So we've added bands. We we used to do just a, a Friday night with one band, and now we're going to do two bands. Yep. And on Saturday, it used to just be two bands, and now it's going to be three bands. So more entertainment And options. possibly more. And yeah. We may be, be doing new... some uh, outside tent entertainment. Yes. So TBD. you got to keep uh, looking yep. at socials. So. Okay. Okay. But um, I'll so let Ryan we... talk about the, uh, the um, bands that we have booked. You bet. Yeah. So, like, Friday... Dr. Kilbasa opening up the show. The greatest name in the history of October. <laughs> I was going to say, bands. he did my knee replacement so, two years ago. So <laughs> it's, it's still like Makes a well oiled Every sausage. time you look at it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they, they, and, and they have the greatest t shirts. It's, it's literally just a doctor, Dr. Kilbasa across the front of it. Yeah, in black big, and white. Big, bold, yeah. white letters in a black <laughs> shirt. I love it. Um, but they're opening up, and they've played off and on for us over the years. Um, and then that closing that night was the stand-ups. They actually played Saturday night last year. They were the best band we've had there. Okay. And they... They're like a classic rock band, and they have horns. It's like a seven-piece yep. band. Oh, cool. yep. And, and they so are they fun. are really good at getting the crowd engaged and... They're high energy and, uh, yeah, yeah, super exciting. Some of the feedback we received was on Friday night, people going to the show or going to the event. Yeah, it's a German band. It's great. Uh, Dr. Kibasa will be there, German band. But if you want to stay later, there's an actual band band. And it's like they yeah. enjoy and dance, you know, dance a lot more, not just do polka. So that's I w- the stand-ups are playing Friday night. Saturday, we're starting off with the classic Bavarian Music Meisters. They have a... Well, that's a 35-piece band, so we oh have to get a God. stage it's big enough awesome. for 35 people. <laughs> and these guys are great, and they, they love being there. We love having them. Uh, they're opening up. Then mid-afternoon, we have Alpenstern's going to be playing. They are the premier Midwest band. For, I mean, for they have the music. huge... Big horn, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. yodel, and yeah, they yeah. it's oh, like phenomenal. the Ricola commercial. Yeah, thing? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim with Alpenstern, he is, he is, <laughs> he is great, and it's like he gets the crowd involved. Like they're really phenomenal. involved, and they're they're they've been there the last few years now. They're awesome, and then that night we have we're bringing in a soul band. Oh, yeah. So they play that night, Papa Roof and the Soul Villains. Okay, and actually, actually, they're right in Minneapolis. All these bands are local. Yeah, because you, know? you just it. saw them a couple weeks yeah, ago, I right? Saw them right so, in Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, and I found out they're actual neighbors of mine, or pretty close to being neighbors. And it's like, so those are our bands, and then go, okay. yeah, like we're toying with the idea and doing something in the tent. You know, it's like the tent's uh, it's there, and it's like. It's let's use it, get people because we have food outside. Let's have music outside too, you know. It's so then, of course, and we alluded to it earlier, oh, yeah. or we talked about SG Edelweiss St. Paul. So, again, world class uh, Bavarian dancing troupe, and so they'll be doing their displays. And it's like the men and women, and so you've ever seen that, that uh, and kids and and kids, yeah, it's yeah. all the way down to like. Six-year-olds, yeah, it's pretty intense. You, if you've ever, if if you've never seen German dancing, just think of uh, European vacation in Chevy Chase, and <laughs> getting in the slap that's, fight. That's, like, <laughs> I mean, that was my a, introduction. That is, yes, you know, a great reference <laughs> there for that. So yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, what are they doing? Why yeah, <laughs> why are they slapping each other? Well, you know. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, yeah, Edelweiss will be there. They're they're dancing on Friday and Saturday. And then we yeah. have we have fun stuff. Uh, Hammerschlagen, of course, they've been there every yep. year with us. I think. Yep. Um, 
and uh, Steinholding. Steinholding contest. Oh yeah, which you'll so, see at every Oktoberfest, but it's like. But like so, like we started this when I think when we took over. Yep. And uh, so it was kind of just an impromptu uh, charity Steinholding, basically. And yeah. so last year or the last few years, we've raised over twenty two hundred dollars in uh, per year. Per year, yeah, per year. Yeah. And it's you hold out the stein for as long as you can, and then what's really super cool is, um, so you you give your donation, and then you get a liter, our limited edition liter steins, and you get it filled with your beer of choice, oh, your that's beverage fantastic. of choice, beer or cider, yeah, and and that's yours to keep, whatever you don't spill, right? Yeah. So because at the end, like when if, oh, if yeah. you've seen it, it's like you're spilling, but. Um, and then all that money goes to charity. And then if you win, and we have s- six different heats. We yep. have three three men's divisions okay. and three women's divisions. So we have one on, um, uh, well, we have two contests Friday night and then four contests Saturday. And if you win, you win a year of beer from Oodipoles. So they... What? They, yes. Oh, gosh. Now you're like, I need I'm to gonna, train. <laughs> I'm going to go Google how to prep for Steinholding. <laughs> and yeah, you win a year of beer. So they'll they'll do oh, a growl, growler a month for, for a year, basically. Oh, that's for cool. Free, which yep. is super, super cool. What is and the charity that you work with? We're still narrowing okay. that down uh, right yep. now. So, um, And that's the other really kind of cool thing. I mean, we don't... Don't really make a big deal of it, but it, it, but it is. We rely on charities. Like if if you've gone to you know uh, Twins game or whatever, like what you don't realize is that most of those are all staffed by charities, right? right? Yeah, like, and so or they like, or school or, or school like that. Yeah, or, yeah. or whoever. And so that's what we do with our Oktoberfest. Like ninety uh, percent of our staff is by um, charities. Yeah. And so that money goes to those different oh, charities. Okay. All and right. so it's like, and somebody said, "Well, you, you know, are you, are you, you know, you're asking for volunteers?" And it's like, "Yeah, but we're paying. Like, we're not getting. I know we're not, we're not paying it for free. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're paying. It's just that money is going to charity instead of yep. paying you, Dan, and then you donating. Like, no, no, it's just sure. cutting out the middleman and it's going right to the charity. That's so. really cool. I guess yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that. That's, yeah. that's really awesome. So yeah. I mean, we last year between the Steinholding contest, the the tips because all the tips goes to a charity yep. as well. Uh, and um, and the volunteer hours, it was over ten grand into the community right here in yep. St. Paul, Minneapolis. That's really great. Yep. So the, we're super proud of that. Yep. Um, yeah. So uh, I got another question along the beer lines. Um, so you've got this year pouring at the Twin Cities Oktoberfest is going to be uh, Uda Pills. Yep. Lupulin. Liftbridge. Liftbridge and Sociable. Yep. Okay. Obviously, as this event grows, which it has, yep. and it will continue to grow, um, what is the – is there a process to, like, bringing in more beer vendors? Does that come from you? Or, like, if there's a brewery that makes a fantastic Oktoberfest, uh, is that something that, like, you – is there a process for like if somebody's like, "Hey, I'd like to be part of this"? How do how do that how does a conversation start to to add a new 
uh, beer to the to the fold. Well, anyone anyone can always reach out to us, you know, and if they're interested in being involved. But a lot of it comes down to who we reach out to ourselves. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Initially, it was through our distri- the distributor that did most of the distributing for our event. Okay. Um, so that's what we how we initially got started. But but now being more in the community, you get kind of ideas like, well, now chips with Liftbridge, and yeah, or we talked to you know Udipal's like, who else do you think we could ask, you know, type of thing? Because I mean. Something like well, it has to be somebody who makes enough. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Because what is the average? I guess how many kegs do you need somebody to be able to promise? It's got to be a lot. I don't think we we don't have we actually don't put any requirement on that. Okay. It's, 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 right. it's like if we require sponsorship fees, obviously, if they, okay. if they if they're willing to do that, that's and how much we sell. Might I mean they might in the end say it's not worth it for me to come back. Right. Type of yep. thing. But if you're selling you know 30, 40 kegs in the weekend, it's a good. Yeah. It makes it worth your while. Yeah. It's kind of okay. what it is. And it's getting your name out there because we don't mess around when it comes to advertising who we work with. It's like we'll get on TV. Hopefully, we'll get on TV again this year. But the last couple yeah. of years, we've been on TV a few times with either Kara Levin or CCO, KSTP, yep. um, or, or Fox 9 type of thing. And it's like yep. we try to promote the people that are giving us money to be there. Yeah. And it's like, it's, yep. it's like if you're, you're going to spend this money with us, we want to make sure people know. Where, who you are and where you are. Well, a positive partnership. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So it's like, hey, sure. you're, yeah. I mean, you're coming here to drink. Hey, if you if you have not had Udipal's beer, have it at our event. Hey, guess what? They're right in North Minneapolis, man. They're yep. right as about as central as you get. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's, it's right off the highway pretty much. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the breweries that are featured there, obviously, um, they're pouring in Oktoberfest, but don't they? There's other options from mm-hmm. those breweries as well. Yeah, uh, for sure. I remember last year that I think Lupulin had their chocolate peanut butter porter. Yep. yep. Um, so it's not just Oktoberfest beer. Correct. So you know, if if, if Oktoberfest isn't your style of choice, right? Right. Which, right. Right. You know, we we really we really I mean we work with each individual brewery. So yeah. if it's like, you know, we want to have their, you know, flagship be representative yep. or whatever, yeah. whatever that is. So for, for Liftbridge, like I would be very surprised if we didn't have Mango Blonde on tap. So sure. yeah. right. Yeah. Like, no, we'll have Mango Blonde on tap or Farm Girl. Like, yep. like those are the ones that you're going to have. So we'll have all kinds of styles. Cause like you said, we want to have options for every yep. beer drinker. And yeah. that is the beauty yep of craft brewery right yeah like it's like there is a flavor out there for everybody yes and sometimes it's like if you're at one of these festivals like twin cities Oktoberfest, you'll try something that you wouldn't normally go and order right like yeah. we've had i've had multiple people like like come into the tap room here in Liftbridge and just be like you know what? I'm 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 a Miller Lite girl, or I, you know, I'm a I'm I I only drink you know Coors Original, and it's just like, oh really? Have you tried you know X Y Z? And yep. it's just like, oh my God, that's really good. And it's like, yeah, exactly. Like open up, you know, it opens up your horizons. Well, it's and, that that personal touch again. Yeah. We get back to it. Like like you both go out and you know engage people individually. You know that when somebody comes into the tap room and like this could be their first interaction with craft beer yeah so you don't want to like poo poo what they drink be like hey so you like that well here's something similar try that like uh, that that if that's a customer for life and last i checked 
people don't just go to breweries by themselves. They bring others. So it's like right. a really good way to like get people into the yeah. fold. And so like again, I would imagine that it's like with the Twin Cities Oktoberfest, people aren't just flying solo. They're right. bringing their friends. So, yeah. you know, if you're listening to this and you haven't been, get a group. Yeah. Get a group together. Come yeah. on down. There's free parking. <laughs> so, that's that's, huge. A, that's that's a plus and it's uh it's a lot of space. Yeah. So, and, and, and I will say, like, we have 22 different beer ciders on tap. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of those are the same style. There'll be three Oktoberfests, but none of those three taste remotely close to each other. Well, I remember last year, yeah. I think I drank yeah. uh, Udapil's Hellas when I was, like, I was looking for a little change yeah. of pace. Right. Uh, yeah. friend I was with, she wanted to have the chocolate peanut butter porter because that's yep. awesome. So it's yep. it's a variety yeah. of different things. You get the tropical things. fun pans from Lupulin. That's a yeah. fun beer. You know, yeah. they had that there last year. Again, it's like they say, like, what do you want to serve? And it's, and it's like, okay, let's do this. Like wow, well, or like we went, yeah, like we had we had one of our partners, and they were like, oh, we sh- we should do this, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't think that's quite the fit, and so it's uh, it's a it's a yeah. back and forth. Or like, like, or wanna, like they don't want to put their flagship. I'm like, you sure you don't want to put your flagship? What you're known for? Yeah, right. like someone like because hey, people are going to come yeah. here and ask for your flagship. Yeah, like yep. if they know you're here. Yeah. You yeah. know, so we yeah. want to make especially sure if you we have, have four that. or five, six selections up there for your brewery. It's just like okay, let's. Throw one of those on that you know. And then we'll also do some fun stuff like, um, you know, like a firkin of of like a crazy flavor that we've never done before. Like I know Sociable a couple years ago they did like a like a hazy or uh, like a blueberry mead. Yeah, I think they did for us. And so yeah, yeah, it was. I've had some of their meads before. They're delicious. Yeah, Yeah. meads are is a very underrated uh, beverage. So and but like ancient like yeah. i mean they've been around yeah, for literally thousands of years <laughs> yeah yeah and uh but it but it's neat so we'll do some of those special uh flavors as well so yeah it's kind of cool well that's very exciting so again the 2023 twin cities oktoberfest happening at the minnesota state fairgrounds october 6th and 7th you can buy tickets uh several different ways uh but if you want a guarantee uh, specialty mug. Yep. Get on the list early. Yep. Uh, TCOctoberfest.com. Yep. Or the Eventbrite uh, website. Just search up the event Twin Cities Oktoberfest. Um, we also encourage, like, if, if you don't want to buy the Stein package, bring your own Stein. Like, oh yeah, that, that that's a really yeah. cool thing that we that right every oh, yeah. every year. We had a gentleman show up uh, a few years ago. He had a five-liter Stein. Oh, boy. <laughs> this thing. I have a picture was, of it somewhere on my phone. I can <laughs> find a chip, chip filling it up, this five-liter Stein. It took oh, a geez. long time to fill that up, and it was very heavy. It Did took he order a beer while he waited for it to be filled? That's <laughs> I'm like, five God. liters. How many tickets Woo! does this cost? Yeah. <laughs> we actually, I had to calculate it up because it was a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to being there again this year. You know, it's one of those things where I'm like, I didn't uh, – I had not been – but now that I've been, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so fun. It's, like, I'm not going to miss any more. Yeah, so. it's like you put it on the on the calendar every year. It's just like, boom, yeah. must must, uh, must attend. Yeah. <laughs> well, I cannot thank you both uh, for taking the time out of your Friday afternoon to sit here and uh, chat beer with me um, about the Twin Cities Oktoberfest. Well, so. Dan, whenever you want to drink beer and BS, I'm all in. So. Oh, okay, I'll <laughs> see you can't, tomorrow morning. We can't yeah. thank you enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. Prost. Prost. Yes. Yeah.
Stromboli. Does it get any better than Chip and Ryan? Oh my lord, we had so much fun chatting. Uh, so uh, make sure you have the Twin Cities Oktoberfest on your social radar. It is the fourth largest Oktoberfest celebration in the country and it takes place on Friday, October 6th and Saturday, October 7th at the Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Go to tcoctoberfest.com to get your tickets uh get that get the uh i i think pro tip obviously get the get the stein the huge leader stein mug and uh, make sure you fill that up with all the delicious uh, local craft beer from Liftbridge, lupulin uda pills and sociable and enjoy the enjoy the music and the food and have a good time um i had so much fun it's it's been really really kind of cool i got the you know i i met chip and ryan several years ago and they're just salt of the earth people and they have so much passion for doing good and really putting a lot of energy into making the twin cities oktoberfest an event that is not to be missed so i'm happy that we were able to sit down and uh, they were able to tell their story so with that this brings us to a close another episode of a one pint stand is in the books Uh, Remember, this is your Minnesota Craft Beer Podcast, where the pants stay on, but the caps come off. Cheers. Dr. Kilbasa, opening up the show. The greatest name in the history of October. (laughs) I was going to say, he did my knee replacement two years ago. (laughs) It's still like a well-oiled sausage. Every time you look at it. (laughs) 